Tuesday to you. It's Tuesday, which means we are covering all things Darcy and Stacey, season three premiere, moving on and bossing up. And what I got to tell you guys is I absolutely, I just love these two. They're so over the top and I just think it's hilarious. So opening scene, you guys, and before I do all that, shout out to my Patreon subscribers. Um, we've got a couple of new ones, so I appreciate you guys. I have a lot in store for you guys this year. Uh, support the show. Uh, bottom of the screen shows you where you can support the show, and we do have Super Chat, Super Stickers available. That all being said, um, Darcy and Stacy, fluffy slippers on, little half tops on. They just got all their surgery done, and they are playing volleyball in the forest. And I was like, only Darcy and Stacy could absolutely get away with this. Like, you're running for the ball in your slippers. I love it. I love it. And fluffy, fluffy. They're like fluffy slippers at that. Um, and they're having a little barbecue with, you know, Daddy Mike and Florian. And apparently Florian's never barbecued before, so it's kind of like his first time. And uh, Aniko and Aspen are there as well. And Darcy and Stacey are just talking about how much they are in Jahe Faith, enjoying their new bodies and family time because, you know, they just got back from Turkey. Where, you guys, they had breast implants done, lipo 360 done, a fat buckle remover, which means like right here. They got their nose done, a lip lift, and veneers. For some reason, I didn't realize that it was all those things. Like I, I thought it was a tummy tuck, the boobs and the teeth. I didn't realize it was the boobs, lipo, fat buckle, the nose, a lip lift, and veneers. Like, damn. Yeah, that's a whole lot. Like, one shot, it's a lot. But they, they're loving it. They're loving their new bodies. They're loving their new look. Um, And the dad is hilarious. Mike, I really love him. I think he has a lot of wisdom. And... I like how he throws a little bit of shade in, but very calmly and not like in a mean way, but just in a way like he's like, hmm, you know? So as they're playing volleyball, the dad's like, be careful not to hit their new, new noses because they cost so much. It died of laughter. Um, and then the producers ask Aniko and Aspen, you know, what do you think of the, your your auntie and your mom's new looks, right? And they both start laughing. And uh, Anika's like, you know, I think it looks good, um, but it's a bit drastic. And it's like hard for us to get used to. Like we're, we're trying to get used to, you know, our mom. And Aspen says, well, I personally think that they looked a little Miss Piggy-ish. <laughs> they're like the smaller their nose gets the bigger their eyes look and like the cheekbones and the lips and they're like yeah but they still look good and then they both just do this smile I died of laughter now Darcy and Stacy look completely different you guys and and I've spent some time with Darcy in real life over the years and I I haven't seen this new version of Darcy yet because of the pandemic but she looks they look totally different. Even from last season, I was making my thumbnails for this video and I was looking back at last season and it's just so different, you guys. I feel like I want to share it with you. It's so different. 
I just, and it's interesting because it seems like it's not as drastic as it is, but then when you see it side by side, you're like, oh, wow, it is pretty drastic. Okay, so I hope you guys can see this. So this is my thumbnail, oops, from last year. Can you guys see that? Am I doing it right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Now, the new thumbnail from this year is this. Look how different they look. Oh, wait. Crazy, right? I find it crazy. Hey, Crystal, hey. The rest falls under coming more snatched facts. So anyways, they did a lot of work. Um, the whole family's trying to get used to them, right? As long as Darcy and Stacey love it, that's all they care about. But the family is having a little bit of a hard time, like looking at them and saying, hey, this is my family and you look totally different. Um, and then the dad, Mike, is, goes to camera and he's like, you know what? The twins are back. And still as a family, we're still getting used to their look. And the father, out of kind of nowhere, says he's not offended that they don't look like Silva's anymore. He looks past the surgery and he still sees his daughters. Now, that's a whole conversation, you guys. Like, I really want to have that conversation. I really do. Because you can imagine as a parent, and especially as a parent of color, because his you know that, let me not have that full conversation, but he's a parent of color and having two daughters that are just switching up their look and having him not have any resentment towards, hey, like those are my daughters and I'm a Silva and I raised two Silvas and now they're their own persons and doing their own thing and not looking like the family genetic line, you know? He said it out of nowhere, but it was, I wonder if you guys heard it because it was, it was quick. It was quick, but it was very insightful because there was no question asked to him whether or not, um, if he was offended, he just kind of threw it out there that he's not offended, which makes me think that he might be a little bit offended. Anyways, he says he looks past all the surgeries. Those are his babies. They will always be his babies. Um, so still his daughters. Now, because of all the surgery they got, right, you guys? So what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight different procedures. We find out that it's going to take up to a year for them to heal. So it's six months for their body to actually heal, heal and a year for their nose to heal. So they still have like stitching everywhere in their mouth and their nose. So they have to be very, very gentle. How they blow their nose, they have to be gentle. How they move their lips, they have to be gentle because of all the stitches. And, you know, I'm all about it. Do a tune up, live your life. I don't know though. This seems a little bit more than that. And I want to know what you guys think. Like, what do you guys think? If they love it, do we love it? And that should be it because it's their body, their choice. I'm wondering, because there is a thing called, and I'm not saying that they have this, but there is a thing called body dysmorphia, 
And I also have a theory about what I think is going on with them. Um, remembering that they, if you guys remember from season one and two, how they talked about how they used to be bullied all the time. Um, and they had no friends in school and it was just the two of them and they were so different, you know, smack in the middle of America. And so they used to only play with themselves and, and that whole thing. And I feel like that childhood trauma fast forward your adults, but you still live in the same area. And then you're also on national TV. I think all of that plays a part. And I think that if you don't deal with your childhood trauma and you don't deal with like that inner bullying that you've, you've had held on to, then that can play a part. And I'm absolutely not saying that that's what's going on. I'm just saying that those, those can be factors in how you feel about yourself. To me, it makes sense because if we think about Darcy and we think about how she's always um, giving herself self-affirmations, um, and I'm going to talk about it shortly, but she's giving herself self-affirmations all the time, but she also makes the same choices, right? She's in this crazy circle of choices. And I am going to fast forward a little bit because when the dad says, you know, you say you're empowered, but it only works if you allow yourself to be empowered, you have to live the words. And that spoke volumes to me, you guys. You say you're empowered because we've heard it over and over all the years that we've known Darcy and we've seen her on TV. She, she talks about, the way she talks is all empowerment. And I'm, I'm strong, I'm beautiful, um, living my life. Uh, eyes on the prize, all of the stuff, right? And then the dad, who obviously knows them the best, has this one sentence that just makes all the sense to me. You know, you say you're empowered, but it only works if you allow yourself to be empowered. You have to live the words. So I'm just saying all that to say, because it's a lot of changes. Uh, I have a theory I want to talk about it at some point on why they are so hell-bent on changing how they look and what they think the standard of beauty is. That being said, they don't care what other people say. They they know that they're going to be attacked for the surgeries and all the surgeries that they have, um, but they're happy with their transformations and they're happy how they look and they're going to continue to stand by that. So we also learned, we knew this last year, um, we knew this last year, Aniko uh, entered the Miss Teen Connecticut. And if you watch my show, we already know what happened with that. She did very well. Uh, so she's practicing. So we're seeing the results of, of what she did um, from last year. And so she's practicing her pageant walk and her stance and all of that stuff. And meanwhile, the goals for 2021, because it was shot last year, was to expand their House of Eleven. They want to go global. They want to have a fashion empire. They're adding a new men's line. They're adding a swimwear collection. Um, and, you know, they started all of that. Hey, Dopey Dope. They started that whole line, House of Eleven. If you guys know, House of Eleven has a whole meaning. Uh, they had a brother that passed away. And so this is kind of homage to him. And um, they started that in Los Angeles. They have a whole team and staff in Los Angeles. And they want to make their brand a global brand. Meanwhile, Georgie, Stacey asked 
about Georgie, like, so what's going on with Georgie? And the dad is looking at her because he wants to know, too. And, of course, Darcy said, you know, she stayed in her power, but she misses him and she's lonely sometimes. The loneliness creeps in, but she's staying in her strength as a person and she knows who she is, but he's been texting her and she's been responding and he wants to meet up with her in New York City and she doesn't know if she's going, which means that she is going, Um, but she's staying in her power. Um... And he, she's not going to let him take her down anymore or convince her to do something that she shouldn't. She has gotten strength since she came back from Turkey, and she's a new person. Now, if you heard anything I just said five minutes ago, when the dad said about you need to walk the walk and not just talk the talk, thank you, Dopey Dope, for the super sticker. I feel like that is a prime example Five minutes into the show, you're saying, I'm staying in my power. I'm not going to let him take me down. And I've stayed in my strength. And I am strong. And I am beautiful. Okay. You have to live the words. You have to live the words. Direct quote from Papa Mike. So... Papa Mike also says, we all have patterns here. He's like, I've had my patterns in my past. Um, But first, and this is really important, you have to believe in yourself and you have to love yourself first. And he says to Darcy, all of the other stuff that you've done, so meaning all of these physical transformations and surgeries that you've done, it's not going to change anything if ultimately you don't change from within first. And I was like, damn, this exactly what we're all thinking. Like, You can change your outside, but if you don't fix the brokenness that I was talking about, which I personally think it is, that inner bullying that you you dealt with in your formative years, then no amount of changing your hair blonder and blonder and getting bigger boobs and bigger lips and smaller nose is going to change that. It's it's not. Because guess what? And I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. Everywhere you go, there you are. You can change the exterior, but you're still there. So if you don't deal with it, you can't run away from it because you're always going to be there. That being said, um, it is Stacy and Florian. I'm so glad Florian is back, you guys. He is my favorite character on this show. He is so funny. His little dry sense of humor cracks me up. So it's their wedding anniversary, one year wedding anniversary. Uh <clears throat> And uh, they're celebrating with pancakes. And he did like some syrup heart that said 202020, um, which is obviously when they got married. And, um, you know, you guys, we talked about it yesterday's show. And I feel like we need to have a whole show on what you guys do in your house, what other people do in their house. Because I grew up with immigrants. I'm an immigrant, like just immigrant immigrants. I'm an immigrant myself and we just don't do some things. And we talked about the shoes and we won't get into it because you guys were buck wild last night. But I did notice that she's all dressed up and she's like, you know, honey, how do I look? He's like, oh, you look beautiful, of course. And then she's wearing her wedding shoes. And then to show him, she literally put her foot on the kitchen counter with her shoe. And I just had a moment with it. I find that very just different. And you guys schooled me about Americans 
wearing the shoes inside and we had that whole debate yesterday so I won't bring it back today but I did notice that that you know why are your shoes on the kitchen counter that is where you eat that is where your food is anyways Stacy's a little sad because they got married during quarantine so they didn't have a big fancy wedding they didn't have a wedding cake so for the one year anniversary you know you pull up the cake and you eat the cake all that stuff they weren't able to do that so what they've decided to do is they're going to plan their dream wedding because they didn't have the opportunity to have that. And last year they were focusing on IVF and baby plans. And because that's quote unquote behind them, that's what Stacy is saying, which I kind of figured because what was confusing last year was, okay, you're saying that you're planning to have a baby and you want to go through IVF or like whatever, but at the same time, you were planning your trip for all of these surgeries. What did I say? Eight surgeries? So it didn't, like, click with me. Like, you're going to go and get breast implants and then lipo 360 and all the other stuff. But then you're also trying to have a baby. Like, how does that work? That's why I wasn't sure if, like, that was a whole... I don't know if they were like really committed to it or if she already knew something that she hadn't told us or I don't know, but whatever it was, it didn't two and two did not make four in my mind. So instead of uh, planning for a baby, they're going to plan their dream wedding. Um, and I'd love how Florian, his nickname for Stacy is boo boo. I just think it's cute. Boo boo. What's going on? Boo boo. Very cute. For their one year anniversary, First year, it's supposed to be a paper gift, but Stacy wanted to do something different. So she did this, got this hand casting kit uh, because their love is going to last forever. They're going to be together forever and their hands are going to be locked for life. That whole thing. Uh, and when Stacy said, we're going to be together forever, and they held hands, Florian to camera was like, yeah, like totally dead faced, which I think is hilarious. Hilarious. And then Stacy's like, you know, what's the tradition in Albania for one year? And he's like, I don't know, to be happy, I guess. And he starts laughing. We find out that Florian is good with his hands. He's like, you know, he can a carpenter a little bit and he can do all these things. So Stacy was convinced that he could get this hand casting thing together. And so they're holding hands. And this is the best part, you guys. They're holding hands. And Stacy is like just talking about how great Florian is and how strong he is. And then all of a sudden she's like, ouch. You're so strong. I'm sensitive. And she's like, I'm sensitive. As if he was hurting her hand. I'm sensitive and I'm little. And Florian looks at her and he's like, you're little? But your mouth is big and strong. <laughs> now listen, you could take it so many ways. Because she got her lip injected or what is she, whatever lip thing that they got done. So... Her lips are bigger and stronger. And also her and Darcy, you know, tend to talk a lot. So I died. I'm still dying. But your mouth is big and strong. You're little, but your mouth is big and strong. Oh, Florian. 
Uh, Crystal says she doesn't want another kid. I think she went along with it because she doesn't want Florian to leave her. And so they're talking about their dream wedding and Stacy asked Florian, you know, what's your dream wedding? And he wants a big celebration. He wants nice decorations, wants her to have a beautiful dress, wants her to be by the beach or under the ocean, close to the water. And he wants 400 people there. And Stacey's like, do you even know 400 people? He's like, yeah, I know 400 people. I do. I'm popular. And then meanwhile, he's also booked a photo shoot uh, from a, with a famous photographer who also is from uh, Albania. So he's excited about that because he's working on his modeling career. Um, and so they're doing the cast thing and Florian is basically like, don't boss me around. It says like, you know, you have to pour like the powder part in and you pour a little bit of water and you stir it and then you continuously pour, right? Because it has to thicken. But Florian's like, no, no, no. Like you only put one third in. So it was all still wet and moist. And like Stacy was giving wrong directions. And so they still put their hand in. And of course the cast didn't work. And the producer explains it's because Florian only emptied a third of the bag when it was supposed to be the whole bag. And so it looked like just disgusting mush. So that didn't go very well at all. And um, it was kind of funny because, you know, that was supposed to be the symbol of their love that lasts forever. Anyways, Darcy, of course, is going to New York because she said she was thinking about it, but we already knew that she was going to go. So let's just be clear about that. But she hasn't told anyone. She's just going on to fly by herself uh, to meet Georgie. And she's feeling like the reason why she's not going to tell anyone is because she's already made a big deal about her breaking it off with him, right? And so she doesn't feel like any of her family or friends are going to understand why she's going. But she knows why she's going because she wants to move on. She wants to end things peacefully, um, she's had a lot of toxic relationships and she just wants to be the bigger person this time. She wants to return the ring with no hurt feelings, no animosity. And she just wants to break her patterns of behavior. And why? It's because she went to Turkey and she is a new woman. She's stronger. She's living in her power. She is living in her strength. Okay. So she gets in the car and already she is having that self-talk where she has to hone her feelings so she doesn't go back to her past patterns. Even though five minutes ago she was talking about her strong, bold, happy, strong self. And then we find out she's super nervous to meet Georgie. You know, she's had major transformation. She looks totally different. And she's curious to know what he's going to think about it, which also goes back to me thinking that there's some insecurity and self-doubt in her because if indeed all of the stuff that you've done, all of those eight surgeries, plus the surgeries you've had in the past weren't for you and, and weren't to make yourself feel more beautiful and confident, then I don't know if it's ever going to be okay because you literally are worried about what your ex fiance is going to think about all your changes because you look completely different, right? So are you worried about him? 
And did you do the surgeries for him or did you do them for you? And if you did them for you, which is, I think I told you guys this before, like, I just really feel with all these people, like I, again, my disclaimer is like, go ahead and get a nip and a tuck wherever you feel fit. Whatever's going to make you feel beautiful, do it. I'm, you know, I'm not against it. Do what you got to do. However, I do think that there's a point where there are some women and men, some people I'll say that have constant surgeries. And I think that there should be a therapist, a psychologist, or someone in the doctor's office that has a conversation before these doctors are allowed to continue to do surgery. Because at the end of the day, for them, it's about the money, right? And we talk about like on TV, do no harm and all this stuff. But if you know that someone is getting multiple surgeries and they're there, day, like not day in, day out, because I'm exaggerating, but it feels like day in and day out, then maybe you sit down and have a conversation with them before you do another surgery on them, right? Because like some of those women who have like, I don't even know, triple Z boobs or I don't know, the BBLs that are, are, are so over the top, I just feel like there's a doctor that did it. And all that doctor cared about was getting paid. But you got to think of the person's mental health as well, don't you think? At least that's what I think. I think that there should be a therapist on board just to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Because I say all that to say, I don't know if Darcy really knows why she's making all these changes. And if she does, she's not dealing with the issue that lies behind it. And I'll say what I said earlier, everywhere you go, there you are. So if you're too worried about what Georgie's going to think about your transformation, it's telling me that maybe you didn't make all these transformations for the right reasons. So she gets to New York City. They see each other. They're like, hey, hey. He helps her with her bags. It's super awkward. And like, why do you have your luggage at the park? Like, shouldn't you have gone to the hotel first, dropped your stuff off, and then met him? And I don't know. It was awkward. He created a picnic for her. He brought flowers for her. He's happy to see her. Um, and you know, already she's feeling confused. She's feeling confused because she, in her mind, feels like they broke up. And um, she's like, you know, all of this is nice, but you know, that's not what I agreed to meet him for. I agreed to meet him to have this closure that I've created in my mind. Um, and so Georgie goes into this whole spiel that he's a better version of it. No he has been working on himself and he really wants to work it out with her. And here's another thing that stuck out. He says to camera that Darcy is a new, better version of herself. She's like sun, sunshine. And he wants to work it out with her. Now, a new, better version of herself. So you're encouraging all of these surgeries. Ooh, this, this is a deep conversation. Y'all are not ready for it. But I just need you guys to think about, I need you to think about what you think the reason is behind why Darcy, who has a little bit of in her, family tree is deciding that there's only one standard of beauty. 
I want, I need you guys to think about that because I think it's very important. And, and there's, again, a bigger conversation to be had there. Anyways, Georgie feels bad. He wants to apologize and say sorry because he is upset about how he left things with her and how they say, said goodbye before she went to Turkey. His intentions were not to hurt her. Um, but he said a lot of stuff that did make sense. He said that, you know, they didn't know each other very well when they got together and then they quickly moved in together and then the pandemic happened. They had to quarantine and, you know, a lot of relationships, you guys did not make it through the two years of the pandemic and ongoing a lot, a lot of people out closer, but a lot of people didn't make it because day in, day out, day in, day out is very different than, you know, you, you, you're living with someone and you see them you know, in your own schedule, in your own time. So he also said he felt useless because he wasn't working and she was providing everything. And also he was living in her home and, you know, he felt he lost his identity and the lockdown just really affected him so much that he didn't feel like himself. And because he didn't feel like himself, he was lashing out at Darcy and he regrets it. He wants to fix it and he wants to fight for her and fight for their love. Okay, so you're now just realizing that because I'm still stuck on when it was the twins' birthday and they went on this fancy shopping spree at these high-end stores. And on her birthday, you made her buy you this long fur jacket, $1,000 jacket, on her birthday. Meanwhile, she pays all the bills because you're like a massage therapist or whatever you are, a model, and you don't work because you can't work because of the pandemic. And so she pays for everything, but you're going to lash out at her. The only person that is keeping you afloat during the pandemic. And now that you're homeless, right? Because you went from a roommate situation and prior to that roommate situation, you were married and that lady was taking care of you. Roommate situation where you were, you know, doing your massage, whatever you were doing to Darcy, who was already a star and now has made you a star and now you, if you break up, A, you don't have a show, B, you don't have a place to live, C, you don't have the lifestyle that you're used to because she's paid for it all. So yeah, you're going to fight for your love and you regret it because you're in the friggin' park right now. And don't get me wrong, picnic, picnics are super romantic, but it's interesting to me that they stayed at Darcy's hotel room afterwards, which we'll get to. Where do you live? right now, Georgie? That's my question. Where exactly is it that you are living? <sighs> he's sorry. He wants to fix it and fight for his love. Darcy's happy. He's apologizing, she says, but, you know, it's a little too late, uh, but she is glad that he's taking accountability and you know, physically and emotionally and spiritually, you know, she just can't go there anymore. She can't be in a toxic relationship like that anymore. She gives him the ring back and she's like, you know, I just don't feel right keeping it. And she goes to hand it to him. He won't take it. He's like, just put it down. It's bad luck. And she's like, well, just take it. He's no, just put it down and I'll pick it up. So she puts it down and then Georgie starts crying um, and he just thinks it's so wrong to give up on their relationship. And he didn't expect this. You didn't expect it. So you just literally said how you lashed out on her and you were treating her like shit. And you didn't expect her to break up with you. Did you have it that good? Because how did you not see this coming? 
you talked trash to her before she went to Turkey, told her how bad she looked and how her sister looked better than her. And she broke up with you and you while she was in Turkey and you were still talking shit to her and you called her ex who hates her and she hates him. And you, you didn't see this coming? Like how? How how did you not see this coming, my friend? I think a better answer would have been, I realize I fucked up and I'm homeless and have no money and no job. And I realized that Darcy and Stacy are my ticket to the way up. And if I want to be this model slash masseuse to the, I don't know, to the stars, then I'm going to need to ride this wave. So I'm going to need to make up with her. So I'm going to do whatever I have to do to fight for our love. Oh, Lord. And so he starts crying because he can't believe it. He didn't expect it. She gets into mama mode and wipes his tears away and hugs him. And she says, you know, it's not easy to say goodbye. And in that moment, you guys, I, I realized that they're not breaking up. A, they're not breaking up. B, she's not leaving him. C, she's going to give him another chance. D, they're about to sleep together. And E, he's going to stay with her. And that it's a wrap. I knew at that moment, at that moment when she said it's not easy to say goodbye, I was like, oh, she's not saying goodbye. Nope. So Georgie doesn't want to give up. And so they get up. He helps her with her bags and they go off from the park. I didn't see them have a little picnic. I didn't see them do nothing. They they had five minutes together where they're apologizing, giving back rings. There was no food eating, even though there was a big spread that they showed us. Okay. It's photo shoot day for Florian uh, with uh, Fidel, which is, who was a top Albanian photographer. And he mentioned that he filmed or photographed Sharon Stone, Joan Collins, Tyra Banks, and Kendall Jenner. He put all those women on the map. And he was going through social media and he was inspired by Florian's face and his eyes specifically. Found out he was Albanian and was like, absolutely, I want to shoot with you. And because he's also Albanian and Albanians help each other out. Uh, they bring in Ina, who's also an Albanian model for the day. And when I say if looks could kill, Stacy's face, you guys, her face when she saw Ina, I would thought, oh, Lord, are, are we about to have a cat fight up in here? Anyways, uh, she got super jealous. She's like, you didn't tell me that you were going to be doing a photo shoot with another woman. And Florian was like, huh? As if he couldn't hear her and couldn't understand, which is hilarious. Uh, and then she's like, why couldn't I have modeled with you? I'm beautiful. I'm no chump change. Meanwhile, Florian's looking all stressed out because he's feeling the jealous energy coming from Stacy. And I'm like, Stacy, this is not like you're not in your backyard doing a selfie. This is supposed to be a professional photo shoot. So like, why are you a model? Like, why would you be in the photo shoot and why would you be mad that he's working with a model? Because if this is going to be his job, he's going to be working with a ton of different models. So, like, you're going to need to control yourself. 
So she says she's not jealous though. She says she's not jealous at all. She was just surprised, surprised that he didn't tell her that he'd be working with another a female model. So she's seeing the photo shoot go down. You can see her face. She's like super jealous. But she also says that she's feeling in inspired because the past year she's just been uh, focusing on her marriage and focusing on having a child. And now that that's not going to happen, she's going to take a step back from just focusing solely on Florian and she wants to focus on her future. Um, and she feels it's time to build the House of Eleven because she's always been into fashion um, and she's always been into like like that high fashion and she wants to bring her brand to a global level. So she is inspired by what she's seeing. So then we go back to New York and Darcy is lying in bed and she looked, when I say she looked tore up, I mean, she looked tore up like there were some things happening. As soon as I saw her in the bed, I was like, where's Florian? Because her hair was all a mess. She And you know Darcy. We never see Darcy with, without her lashes and a full-on makeup. She had no makeup on. Her hair was all a mess. I was like, oh, they, they threw down last night. Anyway, she slept with Georgie. Uh, she promised herself she wouldn't do that. Um, and so she's a little upset with herself. She has some regrets, but again, I want to refer you back to what her dad said. You have to live the words. You can't just speak the words. So if, if you don't really live the words, then yeah, you're going to be in your same pattern of behavior. And guess what? There you are sleeping with Georgie and regretting it. So she's trying to explain to him that it's not makeup sex that they're not getting back together. Even if five seconds later, she's about to say that they're going to get back together. And Georgie's like, you know, we had a good time with each other. We love each other. I don't want to give up. I'm willing to go to therapy. I don't want another failed love. What does Darcy say? Darcy says she still loves him and she sees that he's making strides to better himself. Um, okay, Darcy. I'm glad you see that because what has he done? Did you ask him, did he get a job? Did you ask him where he's living? How, if he can say these nice words to you, because all he said was he had a good time. And all he said was that he wants to fight for you. But what other changes have you made? Like why all of a sudden you think he's made changes? All he said to you was, I get that I fucked up. I was mean to you. It wasn't intentional, but I had lost myself and I was frustrated and all the things. Okay, but what have you done in the last little while to change that? I'll wait because I'm curious. What have you done? Are you still going to gaslight? Are you going to still unappreciate all the things that she does for you? Are you going to not realize that she pays for everything and gives you the lifestyle that you're living? I'm curious. Because if you guys, I also have not forgotten when they all were in New York together, if you guys remember, and they went out to dinner and Darcy explained how 
Florian's the type of guy that just orders everything that and whatever he wants, and he's never the one that pays. So when they ordered the oysters, and no one eats oysters but him, but he's got oysters and champagne going, flowing. Yeah, you regret treating Darcy terribly because I bet you you can't afford an oyster on your own. I just. <sighs> C. Cruz says, Georgie's still giving her dirty looks at the park, though. I was shocked they ended up at the hotel. I think those dirty looks, C. Cruz, were more like he couldn't believe that she was actually saying some of the things that she was saying because I think that he's able to gaslight her and manipulate her. And she usually just cries and gets upset. And so then he can twist it and make it seem like, oh, she's just crazy, right? She just always goes off. She's always crying. But this time she was super calm. And she said what she meant, and we thought she meant what she said, but here we are. So she says she needs more time uh, in order to figure out if she is going to give them another chance. But you guys already know she's going to give them an, him another chance. The fact that she's thinking about it when just a few months ago she was like, now it's over, we're done, forget it. And the fact that she had to sneak to see him in New York city and the fact that she slept with them it's a wrap like she it's a wrap she's gonna be back with him very easily um so they're back at home now uh, they're gonna have their friends over darcy's in the back of her dad's house with her two daughters and i really like the two daughters i really think the two daughters have a good head on their shoulders and they seem more well-rounded and they see like all the stuff that their mom does and even their aunt does. And I don't think that they want that for themselves. Do you know what I mean? Because even when Darcy was talking about, oh, put this lip gloss stuff on and the two girls were just looking at her like, we're not like, no, we don't need that. And then they started talking about how like they wanted to see her pucker her lips because she can't go like this. She can't do it because her lips are so big and she still has stitches in her mouth. So she couldn't do it. And they're, they just think the lips are over the top. The two daughters are just like, those lips are over the top, right? So I think the two daughters are going to be fine. I think that because, you know, Mike, the dad raises them. And I think they just have a more well-rounded understanding. And I also think they're a different generation. I think when Darcy and Stacy grew up, it was just really not as diverse as it is now for the kid, the girls. See, Cruz, you are the bomb diggity. Thank you so much for the super sticker. I appreciate you so very much, you guys. Without you, these shows just wouldn't happen, so I really appreciate it. Hi, Raydella. Sending all the love your way. Crystal says, at this point, she should go on married at first sight. She just wants to be married. Insert any guy. I think it's deeper than that, you guys. I really think it's deeper than that. I, I think that she has huge self-esteem issues. Huge. And I think that she doesn't deal with them. Instead, she just tries to fix the outside for what doesn't need to be fixed. Because, you guys, Darcy and Stacy, gorgeous. Like, I think I shared on my Patreon 
I was just with them or Darcy right before the pandemic at the end of 2019. And if I show you this photo of her, you just wouldn't know it was the same person. She's gorgeous, like gorgeous. And I just, it's all, I just feel like she's dealing with a lot and it makes me sad. But if she's happy, that's all that's important. Anyways, uh, they're in the back of the dad's house. Friends are coming over and um, they're just telling them about their goals. So they want to expand their company. They're going to do Miami Swim Week because they're introducing their House of Eleven swim line. They're uh, introducing a men's line as well. And you guys will remember Debbie and Raina from previous seasons. So they come over at all chit-chatting. And if you guys haven't watched, I always tell you guys, make sure you watch the inside the episode. They're five-minute clips that they air on Discovery Plus right after the episode. But you have to look for them. You have to go down to extras. Because that's when you get all the information and all the behind-the-scenes tea. And it's very, it's very interesting. Anyways, they did show a clip about when Darcy and Stacy came back for, from Turkey and they met Debbie and Raina for dinner and they, they showed their new look and they loved it and all the stuff. It was so great. They said, wow, you look amazing. All that stuff, right? Now, and in that dinner, that's when Darcy again proclaimed she's free and she's not going to be used anymore and it's over all the things, right? So now your friends are behind you because you've said over and over again that it's completely over with Georgie. You're not going to allow him to use you. You're going to be an independent woman, all the things. And now you're like, oh, by the way, he's been texting me and I went to New York to see him, to give him back the ring. And oh, I slept with him. So the friends are like, are you crazy? So you gave, and these are her, these are uh, Raina's words. You gave back the ring and then you fucked him. She's like, I think that he popped the brain right out of your head. Oh, here's your ring. Okay, let's go have sex. Now, I know relationships are difficult, you guys, and people get caught up in the moment, and you care about someone, you care about about that person, and love makes you do crazy things, and all the things that people always say. Ah! (laughs) Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Don't save her. That song, Facts. Okay, but here's my problem, Okay. Could we all have that person that goes back to their ex and they're breaking up, get back together, breaking up, getting back together? We all have that one friend. The thing that I have a problem with, you guys, is that Darcy is always about, I'm strong, I'm independent, I'm living my best life, I'm living in my power, I'm living my strength, no man's control me, shoot for the stars, all those things. And then we have this. We have just a cornucopia of toxic relationships over and over again. And it's at what point do you say, hey, listen, I need to take a step back. And like her dad said, I need to actually live the words that I'm speaking. Anyways, her friends are pissed. They're like, you know what? I, I, we don't understand what, why you would do that and why you would even give him a second chance. 
Darcy stands up for him and says, you know, he's made some changes, which again, what changes? He All he said was he apologized and he realized that he was gaslighting you and he regrets it. Nowhere in there did he say you changed. Nowhere in there did he say he got a job. Nowhere in there did he say that he's not going to, he's not going to continue to do those things to you and make you feel terrible and belittle you and disrespect you and not appreciate you. Nowhere in there. He just like, yeah, I realized I, I fucked up and I was mean and I was gaslighting and I'm sorry. And I regret it. So friends are totally frustrated with her. They're like, you are in a toxic circle of poor choices, poor choices of men and just, we can't have it. And so they walked out. Meanwhile, Darcy says, after all this, you guys, Darcy says she's changed since her trip to Turkey. She's become a strong, empowered woman for herself. What? You did what? You, I know you went through a whole physical transformation, but strong, empowered woman, what part, Darcy? Because I feel like we're seeing the exact same thing that we saw with Jesse, that we saw with Tom. It's like the worse they treat you, the more you want to be with them. And I'm trying to figure out why. I'm, I'm trying to figure out why, because you know what? You guys, she's actually a really sweet individual. Like if you talk to her, she's very sweet. I just think that she's dealing with a lot of insecurities. And I think that the type of men that she has attracted see that brokenness in her and exploit it. And I don't think it's okay. Cause like, like let's have this conversation, okay? I'm usually super impartial, but I can see what I can see what I can see. And if we put it, and I'm gonna do Jesse and, and Georgie specifically. Right. But if you put Jesse and Georgie side by side and you think about what's important to them, which is like the appearance, the outside glam, the travel, the trips, the um, material goods, all that stuff. Right. If Darcy hadn't dated Jesse, would we even know who he was? And definitely not Georgie. So it's like you guys have both come up because of her. And she has a business. She has a production company. You know, she has a lot of things that she does. And then, like, Georgie doesn't work. And, you know, Jesse works now. But back then, you know, there are rumors allegedly that he was, you know, for hire. So... I'm just saying she I don't think she realizes how much she brings to the table and how anyone that's with her is on the come up but they drag her down and they treat her terribly and they don't appreciate what she's bringing to the table it's very confusing to me it's very confusing anyways on the extras, so you guys, if you haven't checked out the extras, make sure you watch the five minute inside the episode. It's very good. So inside the episode, we see the dinner with Debbie and Raina and how Darcy and Stacey, they like 
walked into the restaurant, hair did, makeup did, nails did, dressed to a T, and they're walking, 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 and then boom, they knock over a chair and bang, it falls to the to the ground. So their grand entrance was just a hot mess. Um, and then they talk about like their transformation, specifically the veneers. It's the third set for Darcy, the first set for Stacy. And we talked about that last year. Like Stacy had beautiful teeth, like she did not need to get veneers, but whatever. So they got their veneers, and Darcy thinks that she, with her new teeth, she talks sexier. There's something about the she says. So she starts doing all this weird stuff, you guys. She's like, I just find it's sexy. It's Stacy. It's sultry. She's going through all this stuff because her teeth make her, she feels like she sounds different. She sounds sexier. Um, <laughs> okay. And then uh, they show from behind the, the scenes what the girls think about the moms and the aunt playing sports in like their slippers and stuff. And long story short, the girls are like, Darcy and Stacey are atrocious. They're atrocious. And then they realize that they were never big into sports. Like they used to like, they tap dance as children and they play tennis. But besides that, they didn't play any other sports. Meanwhile, Aniko and Aspen are very athletic and they're into all the sports. Um, and then they talk about how they used to be models. So back in their college days and they show photos from way back in the day um well not way back in the day but when they were were in university how they were models they had dark hair they used to be like a cover model they were on some calendar whatever whatever all the things and then darcy says that they used to call her little go she's like yeah i was so beautiful back then i had the body i was like built pow 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 and they used to call me Little Go. Do you know what Little Go stands for? Little Gorgeous. <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Anyways, that was the episode. I'm really glad they're back because they really allow us to have the conversations that I think that oftentimes we don't get to talk about. And I just want to say, if it could be less a word of encouragement for myself included, is that the standard of beauty is within you, right? It's within you. And I grew up where there were not a lot of people on TV that looked like me, right? And so if you don't have a strong network of people to show you what beauty is then i can see how steam issues can creep in and you know there are there are times like we used to go swimming all the time and you know for black girls you can't be swimming three times a week and washing your hair three times a week like that doesn't happen right but to have to like have those conversations and and realize that there's no one standard of beauty i just encourage all of us especially two years into a pandemic i think three years i don't know 2022. Yeah, I think it's two years. Um, and we're all probably a little bit, you know, fuller than we used to be and not as active as we used to be. Still be kind 
be kind to yourself and be kind to others because you honestly really don't know what people are going through behind closed doors and just be kind to yourself. It's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay. You've made it this far in a pandemic with unprecedented things happening and you're still standing. And I think for that, we should, we all deserve a pat on the back. All right. That was my TED talk. I will see you guys all tomorrow for after the 90 days. I believe that's what I said I was going to do. Someone told me that my notes, the papers are too loud. So I'm trying to be a little bit more quiet with my paper notes. Uh, but yeah, tomorrow, Wednesday, same time, same place. I'm going to do after the 90 days, Lauren and Alexi and David and Annie. I've watched the David and Annie one. It's so good, you guys. I'm so happy Annie's back on TV. And I'm about to watch Lauren and Lexi. So I'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now.